I'm Keith Baker, creator of Eberron, and you're listening to Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG talk. This week, Morris, PJ, and Jessica talk about the Plain Striders Journal for Level Up Advanced 5th Edition. In the news, the Tomb Raider RPG from Evil Hat is coming in 2025, Shadow of the Weird Wizard has been released, Free League announces a new edition of Coriolis, and more. Plus, a brand new sketch about a bard with an unconventional instrument choice. This week on Morse's Unofficial Tabletop RPG Talk. Buy one ticket to the Loincloth Museum on Bargle Street today and get free entry for the whole year. Yes, you can visit the Loincloth Museum as often as you like and immerse yourself in the wonderful world of loincloths. Browse the many loincloth exhibits and marvel at the different shades and textures. It's a truly wonderful day out. A warning. Do not touch the loincloths. They haven't been washed. Ever. All the tabletop role-playing news. We aim to amuse and we aim to enthuse. And Morris is unofficial tabletop RPG. Hello, 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 and welcome to Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG talk. I am Russ, a.k.a. Morris, or Morris, a.k.a. Russ, and I'm suffering from a really bad cold, so I apologise if my voice sounds any more weird than usual this week. And with that aside, with me is... PJ Coffey from the Southampton Guild of Roleplayers. Russ, as ever, it is a delight to be, and also joining us... With tea that is so hot, it is the subject of several lawsuits. It's the one. It's the only. It's... It's me, Jessica from EM Publishing. I do have a cup of tea here in front of me, but I, I don't have too much spicy tea this week. No. In terms of gossip and news, I'm afraid. So sorry uh. to disappoint the listeners if you were like, wow, Jess is going to drop some bombshells this week. No. No. It's a, it's, a, it's a quiet news week this week, but after last week, I think that's a good thing. We yes. have a nice light-hearted episode this week. Yeah, because yeah. last week was quite heavy, and we recorded almost an extra hour beyond what we normally do. We recorded so. for about three hours, yeah. 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 yeah, I don't know how long the final episode was, I haven't checked. but About um, two hours. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, so but, we'll give you give you folks a break this week, because you put in the work last week. Well, I listening. guess the bonus content's going to be pretty long, <laughs> if there's like an hour of cut footage. Oh my goodness. All right. Do you uh, want to sure. hear about some non... News. Non... News. News. News, news. I've forgotten the word. It begins with a C. News, C, news. Non controversial. Controversial. Yes. Um, non controversial. Oh my god, I forgot. This episode's going to be beginning. Un- uncontroversial. Uncontroversial. That's flailing for. Oh my goodness! What? Oh, I was. I drowned. I didn't just flail. I drowned. It's like, anyway. it's like I knew what you were trying to say. <laughs> I've got some, a piece of news for you. There is no controversy surrounding it. It's just some tabletop RPG news. Unless something controversial happens while we're recording. And well, we have breaking controversial news. It will happen. At I, ha- 5 PM. I, I would be surprised if that happened. But anyway, what it is? Yeah. So, Evil Hat Publishing, not to be confused oh, yeah. with Evil Genius Games, because mm, at yes. a glance, I got confused by that for a second when yeah. I got the news thing. But no, what we so about Evil last Hat week, Publishing the other makes fate. Yeah, exactly. So they make Fate, Blades in the Dark, mm-hmm. different company. Just to be clear, because I got confused. Um, mm-hmm. So they have announced an officially licensed RPG, which mm-hmm. I didn't realise didn't have an official tabletop RPG till now, because I know we've had conversations mm-hmm. about things that should. Um, it's for the Tomb Raider. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's based off the video games franchise, so like featuring Lara Croft um, and obviously like that. But I think that could work for an RPG because, like, yeah. kind of yeah. dungeon crawling, Tomb Raider is running around dungeons, doing puzzles, traps, things like that. I'm like, 
I'm surprised that there hasn't been like an official Tomb Raider. Well, there hasn't even been a video game in years, has there? A few years. There was one a while back. So, but it's a popular franchise, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that is happening. So it's going to be taking. It's going to be crowdfunding in 2025 next year. So at the moment, they're Mm playtesting, but Mm. they are doing public playtests so people can get involved. Um, nice. So you, there's a link on EM World, we'll put in the show notes, where you can sign up if you want to be contacted for play playtesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, do I we, think it... Do we know which system it's using? Mm. Yes. Um, yes. By which you mean no. Ours is an official tabletop <laughs> RPG talk. We are severely decaffeinated. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm having a week. Yeah, I was off sick earlier this week and I am back at oh. work now, but I'm still not like fully. <laughs> Compass um, absolutely. Yeah. Ah, I found it. I found it. It is oh, a mix it. of Powered by the Apocalypse and Blades in the Dark. That was the one. I knew I'd read it, but I couldn't see it in front of me, and I was like, my brain is gone. But yeah, so it's, it's going to be an interesting blend, because I'm curious oh. as to how those brand. They've got some images of the character sheets, which um, which uh, mm-hmm. Daryl put up earlier in an article. Yeah, I've got them. And so yeah. it looks like Powered by the Apocalypse in terms of how you create your character. Is that an mm. article on the Ian World site yet? It, yes. it is, yes. It went up yesterday. Oh, okay. It'll be up at the time of this podcast being released because it's up at the time of the podcast being recorded. Um, mm. But yeah, so that that is coming off. Um, and they're doing a promotion, Evil Hat, as well. So for like across all of their games on the website, they're giving, giving a coupon for 20% off mm-hmm. if you use the code Enter the Tomb. So if, you mm. wanted to, if you're not interested in Tomb Raider but interested in other Evil Hat games, you, you still, can use that code. You still get that. Yeah. No, this is pretty nice. cool. It's pretty cool. Which is quite nice, because I don't actually have a physical copy of Thirsty Sword Lesbian, so that 20% off, I'm looking at it now going, ooh, mm, that might be. Now I will have. Maybe yeah. now is the time. Because mm. I've got the PDF, but I don't have the physical book. Yeah. Yeah, Tomb Raider is one of the few video games I've actually played. But when I say Tomb Raider, I mean, like, 20 years ago, Tomb Raider. Oh, like original PlayStation style one yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the very polygony one. I mean, remember at the time that came out, I was like, wow, look at the graphics. They're so good. Because at the time yeah. they were like amazing. But now you look back and you're like, I don't know if I can play this because it <laughs> well, I remember shooting a T-Rex a lot. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the only bit I can really remember from it. I imagine it probably would need a lot of shooting. Yeah. I remember just playing around in her mansion a lot first because they had like a training area in the mansion. So I ran around. Oh, yeah, I remember that too. That yeah. A lot. Yeah. Um, I just yeah. had a great time doing that sometimes because sometimes that's all you need. <laughs> Let's talk about some weird wizards, shall we? Or, or not just the weird wizards themselves, but maybe the shadows thereof. That they create. Oh, yeah. Mm. What a the shadows. Clue, what game could you be discussing? I am discussing a game Glimps. called Shadow. Of the weird wizard from uh-huh. Rotschraub that has been on the EN World Most Anticipated list mm. for about two or three years, I believe. Yes. Yeah. It's finally out. You can grab the PDF from Drive Through RPG. Mm-hmm. It jumped right to the number one spot on uh, Drive Through RPG the day it mm. came out as well. All right. Um, you can go and grab it right now. Mm. Right Ooh. now. So, um, so you did an interview with Rob. I oh, did. A year ago, was it? Yeah. Or longer? It was yeah. Last year on Not yeah. D&D. So people do want to hear. Uh, Rob talking about it. Obviously, that yeah. was a year ago, so that was still when the game was in development. So not mm. everything was finalised, but we were talking like you know about the the general design and bits and pieces. But yeah, yeah so it's 
obviously a more family-friendly version of Shadow of the Demon Lord, but mm. Rob also said there were things... As I think anyone that designs games, after a few years of playing it, you look at it and you're like, actually, I'd tweak this or do this different. Or mm. So I think um, he also took the chance to do that with this game as well. Yeah, yeah. But also gave it a different kind of flavour as well. But like with any role-playing game, you can put any flavour you want on it. So if you wanted to use Shadow of the Demon Lord sort of setting and make it less family-friendly, you can, of course, run mm. it that way with this rule set because... Yeah. That's how so this is work. like this is like the player's handbook ish of it. It doesn't actually say so on it, but there's two more books coming. Yes. Um, of the core set, mm-hmm. uh, like the um, GM rules and I think monsters. I'm not 100 percent sure. I think monsters or a mystery of some kind is coming as well. But this mm-hmm. is like the player's handbook. It doesn't say it. It just says Shadow of the Weird Wizard on it, but it is the player's book. Right. Um, there we go. Because a few people got confused about that, and it said, in, if you look in the reviews, a few people got confused, going, "Oh, this isn't a complete game," and it's, that's why. It's a, oh, right, apparently, maybe it just needs a, a maybe yeah. it just needs a bit of a clearer yeah, blurb yeah. on drive through RPG. But so the listeners yeah. are aware, that's the case. But yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'm glad yeah. that's. Yeah, well, that's been, that's been coming for so long. I'm so glad it's out. Mm. Yeah, I know a lot of people were really looking forward to that as well. And um, yeah, yeah, I don't really have a lot <sighs> to say about it because I haven't. I haven't downloaded it and had a read of it yet, but yeah, I would know a lot of people were interested. Did the interview or not D and D? So yeah, glad it's out and people can pick it up now. Hmm. Yeah, God, we really are short on news this week. I uh, still have some more. Uh, I I news. think that's not entirely true. Um, I know just for a fact that Sinuous Sentinels has come out for A five E. It's a heritage and with talented mm-hmm. Peter Martin at Purple Martin Games. It's got like a whole pile of. The bits and bobs that you would expect from Heritage. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me bring it up now. You've got like three new cultures, which is of course one of those key parts of Level Up to make it more exciting. The Ancestral Garden, the Sinuous of the Desert, and the Swamp Sinuous as well. Three mm-hmm. new backgrounds, a new destiny, a new archetype for the Herald class, because same one thing for Peter Martin, he loves his Heralds. So this is uh, a Serpentine Heritage. Yeah, uh, a generic Herald Wizard multicast synergy feat with advice for using it, character concepts get you started. Mm. A new combat tradition, three new magic items, and three sets of cultural gear, one mm. for each culture. So there nice. you go. Yeah, so if you want serpentine players, player characters in your game, yeah. there's Heritage and a whole bunch of stuff to go with it, basically. Yeah, that's, yeah, uh, cool. that's pretty cool, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. There was um, some free league news. There's always some free league news. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Coriolis, the Great Dark, is coming to Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Yes, next month. undoubtedly do incredibly well, because free league always does. And it's a sci-fi mm-hmm. RPG. Mm-hmm. It features exploration, mysteries, and intrigue at the far edge of space. Yeah, so this carries on for Coriolis, um, The Third Horizon is, is already out. So this is like mm. a follow-on to that sort of thing. Yeah. And Coriolis was really well-received. It got like Spotlight Awards at the Ennies and things in 2017. Mm. So, yeah. Um, it's kind yeah. of like a second... Is it second edition, basically, kind of like? Or is it an expansion? So, yeah, it follows on from that. So it's a different sort of setting and vibe. And it also has an adventure pack with it. Um, so it is a sequel. So it's not exactly the same but i think it's they're very it's got the same name so it's very much linked and things but i think there are changes to it from what i've read mm. in the press release yeah right, inspired by 19th century polar expeditions deep sea diving and pulp archaeology yeah so i think it's that cool. vibe in space in space in space i mean yeah. it is a absolute banger of a year for science fiction and science fiction kickstarters mm-hmm. like as we speak, Savage Worlds, which, as people know, is a fave of mine, 
their Adventures Edition has got a fairly successful Kickstarter that oh, nice. funded, so very successful, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'd like to describe it for their science fiction companion. So, yeah, good job at Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Um, we have the announcement of in May the Kickstarter for the Voidrunners Codex. So, quite yeah. frankly, I am like just jiggling away there. My inner dice goblin is like saying, Yeah! We're planning some of science fiction. I love, I love sci-fi. Yeah. I think I think I do prefer sci-fi to fantasy. I think yeah, it does enough. change. I do switch from one yeah. to the other, but I think I think I think I think my first love is sci-fi. I think. I, I mean, I gotta say, I, I've become increasingly I'm coming increasingly down on such weird fiction, which mm. mixes science and magic. I think mm. uh, the mm. start of the uh, Guillermo del Toro Hellboy film, uh, the mix of science and black magic. I was like. I sat up and was like, we can do this, can't we? Yes. So you're um, a Starfinder, kind of. I, I mean, and Starfinder 2nd Edition, like, this has me unreasonably excited. I can't mm. tell you why. It's just, I'm like, ah, maybe it will be amazing. Mm. I can't help my emotional reactions, man. That's just how it is. So, you know, Fair. we've got 2024 sci-fi. It's popping, you know? Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. We're do- I'm doing lots of fun manufacturing. Speaking of manufacturers, about stuff for Voidrunners Codex. So we're thinking of doing something... A bit different manufacturing-wise to make things pretty. Oh, um, exciting. But yes, so... Yeah. But I'll wait till I actually have something to share on that before we do, because... And, yeah. And but, since we're thinking of science, science fiction, so I thought you've got the multiversal concept, and uh, maybe at some point we could talk about the Plane Striders uh, journal. Like, um, the Plane Striders we'll, journal? Yes, we will very shortly. Right. Hey. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll dive into that in depth in a minute. Oh, okay, that sounds good. Um... Yeah, I mean, whew, very, very short on news. Um, have you got any more? I'm just quickly strolling through any crowdfunding campaigns that. Yeah, I was just doing that as well. Eye. I mean, there's, um, there's a few, but nothing grabbed me. Um, I think uh, I'd have to check that there's a rele- there's another release somewhere. I think Clark Peterson from Speak and Spells Entertainment uh, has released the Selkie Heritage. Secrets of the Selkies, which has... Oh, I thought that was coming. I didn't realise it was actually out now. Is that out oh, now? Is it live? Um, has he not released it yet? Oh, okay. I don't, I've no idea. Maybe. My, my sources tell me, my source is Clark, so it's a fairly good one, is yeah. due out... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> due out tomorrow. So, uh, oh, right, okay. so when he, people are listening to this podcast, it will be out. Yeah, mm. he's waiting to be verified or something. I, I, oh, I don't know that much, but it's like, if you're listening roll to this a, Roll podcast, a D10 for how long that takes. Just... <laughs> <laughs> What we sometimes it's taken weeks for us, and sometimes like the mm. next day they're gone. Yeah, this is fine, and I'm like, oh, cool, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um. Oh, Evil Genius Games. Oh yeah, that's we it. talked about at length last week. We did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is there more? Um, very little update. Mm-hmm. They have posted an open letter to the TTRPG community. Oh yeah. Dated February the twenty first, which I think was Wednesday. I think. Yes. Yes, that's Wednesday. Right. What's yeah? Yeah, I I'd like to hear about this, please. Um, yeah, I mean, you can you can see it on Evis Genial, Evis Evis Genial, no Evil <laughs> Genius. Do you mean wow, Elvis? Do you mean Elvis Genius? genius? <laughs> what, what was that? Um, yeah. Evil Genius. They put it on their on their blog on their on their website. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, okay. a letter they sent out a letter to like volunteers and staff. Yeah. Like a few days before, mm. and um, a few people forwarded that letter to me. 
and yeah. I and I gla- and I and I read it, and then this was posted a couple of days later, which is basically the same letter but edited. Oh yeah, yeah. sure, because internal and external communications yeah, yeah. would be different. Yeah, I mean, one thing that was edited out is a lot of people's names Fair. Uh, at the top. It was like people who care about um, Evil Genius Games have said this, um, saying they don't they don't necessarily believe all the things that were said, and um, they want Evil Genius Games to thrive. It's kind of part of the opening opening gambit of this. Okay. And uh, at the time, listed some names. Mm-hmm. And those names are no longer in it. Mm-hmm. And those names were like industry luminaries. Oh, okay. Okay, um, so... I don't know why their names were removed. I was told in confidence, but I can't verify this in any way, so I've got yeah. no idea that they weren't too happy with their names being used in the in the thing. But that's oh. speculation, uh, just to, for us. Yeah, to um, no. but I don't know. But anyway, um, so 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 I won't say who they were. Yeah, sorry. but yeah, there's like four. There were about four or five sort of industry luminaries who they, you know, they use the names as um, as support. But but gen- but generally, the letter is just kind of all my all the staff have a passion for the game. I need to understand that it is their game their company as well not just mine sort of thing and yeah. i need to listen better essentially is is what it is yeah. um and then there's a couple of things they've done like they've reviewed everyone's contracts to make sure everyone's been paid in full Good. um they've hired uh, michael maggiotto gamma member chairperson for the market expansion committee member of the diversity equity and inclusion committee and hr consultant to the gaming industry to to to, to help like fix the work environment yes mm-hmm. i can't feel that's the sort of name that should be on everyone's lips it's quite, it's quite, it's quite a list of titles there uh, and also um they're flying the team out to gamma a day ahead of the show to have an off-site mm. meeting yeah to sit down yeah we're, we're not entirely sure we're gonna have a meeting is news but um yeah yeah i mean they they, they, they put they, they put out a, a statement a, a, a letter to the community just kind of saying you know okay Acknowledging everything. I mean, they they sworn off environmentally dreadful technology. So, yeah. Yeah. I I don't want anyone to lose their job or their livelihood. I don't think we need less TTRPG game studios. So, like, as long as they're not being. Yeah, I don't know how to take this. Otherwise, decisions. Why not? Leave them be. I don't don't, don't feel like it really addresses things, but I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. That's the thing that happened, and you can yeah. read it and draw your own conclusions on. Yeah, you can go. You can read it for yourself and decide. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Is there any more news? Not that I've seen. It's been quite quiet. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the old but, indie Kickstarter front, which is a bit of a shame. Uh, always enjoy reporting on those, but just not seen anything cross my path. Got anything, Jess? Not hugely. Just I'm just looking at something that's interesting. So talking about gaming conventions. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. There was one on Kickstarter crowding at the moment mm. for Maricopacon, uh, which is um in Phoenix, Arizona, and they're crowdfunding at the moment to get this convention up and running. Mm. Um yeah, and it, it plans to have Space for about four to five hundred gamers and some vendors and um, things like that, and it looks like it's funded, which is great. Cool. So yeah, more gaming conventions going on, which is good. Mm. I always think Phoenix is a great name for a type for a place. Yeah, I mean Phoenix, Arizona. Very cool name. In your mind. Yeah. yeah, very cool name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, speaking um, of conventions, uh, I think the EM Publishing team is going to a couple this year. 
I mean, yes, we are. We're going to Aircon next yeah. month. We're sponsoing the RPG Zone. Right. Fact, okay. Which is exciting. And the three of us are going. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so if you are going to Aircon, we will be there. We will be in the RPG zone. We don't have a stand in the ex- exhibit hall. Mm-hmm. Instead, what we're doing is basically mm-hmm. demoing games yes. all day, every day yep. in the yep. RPG zone is what we're doing there. We're gonna have a little we'll have a little stand there in the RPG zone, but mm-hmm. mainly we're there to demo demo games. Yes. To play games. And and yeah, that is that's gonna be interesting and fun. Yes. I'm going to be running some level up advanced fifth edition. I as believe I. Jessica is stepping up and saying, "Yeah, okay, four slots of RP, of level up A5e. How tough could it be?" It's like, mm. "Yeah, let's go." <sighs> mm. No, this is one of my first conventions where I'm running for people that I games I don't know. So that's always a little bit more nerve wracking because I think running yeah. for friends and well, I have I actually I have run. A table for people I don't know before one time. Mm. Uh, that yeah. went well, so that was good. Um, yes. But yeah, this is my first time running for like the general public, you know. I haven't done it They're, strange, they're strangers you know. that you just haven't met yeah. yet. Yeah. And I've only done it for about an hour at a time. Yeah. I, haven't, yeah. I haven't done any like proper four hour slots before. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, you've done so, three hour slots at the old uh, convention. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. But there, there, were people I knew, there were people I knew, though. Oh, yeah. 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 You, you know them to talk to a bit. So it's like, yeah. it's all a matter of debris, really. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It's, 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 it's a little, I think, a little more nerve wracking at a convention. At least at first, I think. Yeah, yeah. But you get over but it. Yeah, that'd be and it's quite good fun, really. Because, like, you know, you yeah. just um, entertaining people and making things pop. It's, yeah. it's a good laugh. I, I so always, I, it's actually one of my favourite things to do, to be honest. Yeah. So oh, we're yeah. there for, what, three days, four days? I can't remember how long it is. Is it three days or four days? Uh, we're running days. games for three days. So yeah. the RPG yeah. zone is open Friday to Sunday. Yeah. Okay. So we're there. We're going to be demoing Level Up. We're using the Level Up starter set. We'll mm-hmm. be demoing that. Yeah. And you'll be able to come and see how pretty it is. Mm. We'll We've be got, demoing we'll What's All Is New again. We'll have two copies that exist in the yes. world that will be there. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the What's All Is New starter set again. Yeah. We'll have a couple of copies. Well, now we'll have a few of those, won't we? We've mm-hmm. got we've got stock of that. We now. will. So we oh. have just uh, to US backers. Literally today are being the final wave fulfillment is being sent yeah. out to US backers. UK mm-hmm. and European backers have had theirs for yeah. a, a while now. It's going to go to general retail in April. Mm-hmm. The box set for what's old is new, but we're going to have a few copies for sale at Aircon. So if mm. you uh, some sneaky early copies, um, so if you are exciting, yeah. yeah. So if you are there and you, um, we're doing what's old is new demos. Uh, when I say we, Russ, yeah. uh, and also Mark Kenobi. So are we doing what's old is new demos? Yeah, yeah. Um, and with Mark Kenobi, and so you can give it a go, see what you think, and then pick up the box set if you're interested as well. Also, be demoing Split the Horde, which is our mm, card yes. game. Yes, yeah, yeah. that'll be coming out later this year. So we've got we haven't got the box, but we've mm. got like the actual some print on demand like copies of the cards with the artwork. So mm. the quality of the cards won't be what the actual it's not actually going to be, but you can so see some fantastic. of the artwork and yeah. what it looks like. So it's kind of still in that playtest. I, I, have, I haven't even seen these yet. I'm excited. Mm. Well, they're due to arrive exciting. like this week. So yeah. Exciting oh, yeah, so yeah, we're going, to, we're going to Aircon. Come and see us at Aircon, yeah. which is oh. oop north somewhere, Harrogate, I think. Yes. It is, in the Harrogate UK. Harrogate in West Yorkshire. Yes, I've never been there before. Yeah, oh, but a that's lovely town. And, and that is on our little events section of EN World as well, because you, mm-hmm. you added a thing this week. Oh, yeah. So oh, I yeah. added a new function to EN World, which is called Events and Releases. And right. what it does, it basically lists upcoming events and releases. 
surprisingly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly at the moment, it's got like uh, a handful of major conventions. It's got Wizards of the Coast's 2024 release schedule, and it's got a couple of Pathfinder things on there as well. Mm-hmm. So it will get filled out more as time goes on. But at the moment, it's, it literally went up like two days ago or something. Yeah. And the way this works is um, it shows it shows all the upcoming stuff. So you can browse what's coming up, what big releases are coming in one place. But when you click on one, it's going to have a place where all the information about that thing is kept in one place. So if you're wondering about, say, the 2025 Monster Manual for, from, uh, for D&D... You go to there, you click on there, and any time we get information about that, we'll put it there. So you'll go every time you go, you look at the monster manual on there. It will be the most up to date, complete collection of information we've got, all in one place. You know whether it's just links to interviews somewhere else, or whether it's like previews, or whether it's artwork that's been published. You know whatever, we'll put it all there, all in one place, and we're going to do that for every product on there. Hmm. So, yeah, I think it'll be really, 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 really useful. Yeah. Information online is good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a shocker. And we've also got our job. stuff for Level Up on there as well, so that's yeah, already yeah. on there, but probably not. Mm. Oh, there was one other bit of news oh, I yeah? forgot to mention. So, um, Lynn Kodega. Oh, oh yeah, yes. A journalist at large <sighs> who... Yep. You'll probably know best from the coverage of the open gaming license yep. kerfuffle mm-hmm. um, a, a year or so ago and was laid off from io9 yep. a couple of months back. Mm-hmm. Has launched, along with a couple of other people who were laid off from their, from their full-time mm-hmm. gigs, a new TTRPG news website called rascal.news. Mm-hmm. Yes. Isn't their, their plan is to do like in-depth investigative journalism yes. pieces and things yeah. like that. So yeah, yeah. it's a uh, it's interesting. Um, they do have some free articles, but there is definitely a subscription model. Mm-hmm. Mm. Something like fifty dollars per year. So I think it's very early days. I mean, yeah. I imagine things will change quite a bit. But yeah, yeah it looks it looks pretty. You know, looks pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Looks professional, looks good. Well, you know, with uh, Linda Kerdiga working on it, there's going to be a certain emphasis on in-depth coverage, which, yeah, hmm. I'll say, sounds good to me. I think it's a good thing also for they, the industry. Also, they said nice things about me, which was nice. Did oh, they? Well, what did they uh, say? They said, I was the most amazing person in the entire world, and everybody should listen to my opinions at all times and do what I say. I don't think they said that. No, they didn't say it's that. Okay. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't think... Well, oh, they did say. So. <laughs> um, let me call it up. Yeah. They should. This is I mean, about Ian World. You can post it. Thing. I, can, I, I, can, I can read it out. Just use a really sarcastic voice if you like. If that's too self-aggrandizing for you. Oh, I'd be really good at that as well. Do you want to do that? <laughs> no, I'm joking, Ross. No. Um, Go on, do it. That'll be fun. That'll yeah. be fun. All right. All right, you do that. <laughs> okay. Make it so. <laughs> <laughs> to make it clear to anyone listening, <laughs> we do think it's a lovely thing. Yes, they said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Russ is being British. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Morris has been a pillar in the tabletop news reporting sphere for decades. And Ian World, a news forum locale, has long been a haunt of just about everyone in TTRVGs. His dissection of what happened to Evil Genius shows his experience, dedication, and the trust he has engendered throughout his time within the TTRVG sphere. 
his investigative work is absolutely the energy I want to bring to Rascal, which is absolutely built on the heavy foundation of Ian World. Now, those are, a lot of it's just f***ing do it, DNA to Morris and his side. There you go. Did that make you feel yeah. a bit more comfortable? Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, um, I mean, well, just, to be honest, that's, that's, actually, that's actually quite... Quite accurate, I think, to be fair. It's very, it's very, yeah. very nice, but that's not the important thing. Ooh. The important thing is there is a, a, a new TTRPG news site, and yeah, yeah. there's a there's a article on there at the moment with state representative um, Zoe Zephyr and journalist Erin Reed wow. talking about their um, their history with tabletop RPGs. Ooh. Nice, nice, I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah nice. Uh, we, it's just things like that that just blow me away. Can you even mm. imagine, even as late as like the early two thousands, like somebody in politics coming out saying, oh, "Actually, I quite like the dragons and all that." Yeah, 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 yeah. These 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 days, it's not so surprising yeah, because yeah, it's, it's kind like, of gone mainstream. Yeah. But yeah, certainly ten years ago, I was uh, like, "Yeah, that would be." Especially in strange. America as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I remember like 10, 10, 15 years ago. Ooh. Anyway, I, I was at my RPG club, and there were people there that went that were embarrassed about their hobby and like it was very much a hush hush thing outside of club we don't talk about it and things so despite them yeah. you know going to the club every friday and it being a fun hobby it was very much like we don't talk about that yeah i definitely don't hide my hobby yeah i mean it'd be rather hard for me, me to do neither. so given that it's my full-time job so <laughs> i mean yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. friend fighter I'd like to introduce our new party member. Oh, hello, hello. Glad to have you on board. Uh, c- could I ask what your speciality is? Me? Oh, I'm a bard. I'm so glad to join. And we're very much looking forward to working with you. Yeah, a little music on journeys, some inspirational words before a big fight, and, you know, someone to sing of our exploits as we get on home. Yeah, yeah, this will be really good. So, you're a fighter. Well spotted, my new companion. And you are a cleric? Always ready with a healing spell, my friend. What a team we shall make. So, uh, sorry, uh, wh- what was your name? Me, a Bardy. Bardy. Yep, that's me. <laughs> Bardy the Bard. All right, all right, that's my name. Don't wear it out. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, uh, Bardy, um, what's your weapon of choice, uh, as it were? <laughs> My weapon of choice? It means your instrument. Do you sing? Do you play the lute? Uh, a war drum, perhaps? Or, you know, a rousing trumpet? <laughs> oh, so long as it's not the bagpipes. No, no, I'm a pianist. <laughs> S- sorry, did, did, I, did, I, did I hear you right there? Yeah, did you say pianist? That's correct. I play the piano. The piano? Yes. You... You seem confused. You know we're an adventuring party, right? Mm, yes, yes. I'm looking forward to it. So it's long journeys, dark dungeons, treacherous terrains. I would expect nothing less. And you intend to bring a piano? Do not like the piano? Oh, well, we, we like the piano just fine. It's just not exactly portable, is it? Oh, I'll just stick it on a wagon. Stick it on a wagon? Or a cart, if the budget won't stretch that far. It's not a question of the budget. You can't take a piano on a quest to defeat the grim necromancer of the Obsidian Wastes. Why ever not? 
bleeding and practical. <laughs> That's why not. I mean, have you ever been in a dungeon? Like narrow passages, pit traps, steep stairs? I feel like you're trying to drown my star. Oh, sorry, do your what now? You know, drown my star. Famous saying. All the cool kids are using it. Look, we don't care what famous sayings the kids are using. We can't take a flipping grand piano through the spider wood. Can't or won't. Uh, look, we are going to need to scale the infinite cliffs of Stormhaven. You know, we can't do that with a 900 pound piano. We can put it on a rope. We can't put it on a rope. We're not a removal service. Yeah, we need to be agile, fast, quick to react. Ready for danger, poised to fight or flee. Which we can't do while we're lugging around an instrument the size of a, you know, blinking banquet table. Oh, oh, I see where the misunderstanding lies now. No, 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 my friends. You won't be carrying the piano. <laughs> well, you certainly won't be. You're like, what, four feet tall? Oh, I'm five foot nine, you great oaf. But that is not the point. So what is the point? The point is... I have a roadies. Ah, oh, you've got to be kidding me. They will transport the piano, set it up at the side of each battle, take care of the backing singers. The backing singers? Hmm, of course, and the dancers. Uh, l- let me get this straight. So you don't just want to drag a piano along on our quest. You want to bring your entire entourage of roadies, backing singers, and, uh, and... And dancers. Well, yes. How else will I put on a decent show when things go south? Hmm, uh, how exactly do you plan to sneak into the dread where badger's lair with a piano and a you know, dozen hangers-on following you around? <laughs> oh, that's, that's the easiest thing in the world. The orchestra can distract them. The orchestra? Of course it can. Oh yeah, obvious I suppose when you think about it. Look, I don't need you yucking my yum like this. If you don't want a little bit of inspiration long road, just say the word and we'll pack up and join the quest for the Golden Chalice and set. They are looking for a bar too. No, 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 it's fine. You can come. All of you. And your piano. Excellent. I'm glad that's settled. I'll provide the music and you'll handle the security. Fine. Fine. You'll be paid three groats per day with a meal allowance. Sorry, what? Paid? Yes, I think that's a fair rate. Sorry, a fair rate for what? Mm, sorry, I'm a little confused. You are here for the security gig, aren't you? For my new tour. Your new tour? Yes. I'm sorry. What What did you think this meeting was about? Well, we, we thought we were hiring a bard to accompany us on our adventures. <laughs> I see. <laughs> yes, yes, a little light embellishment on my heart. No, no, no. I am recruiting staff for my tour. You two seem perfect for the job. Three groats per day, you say? That does seem quite reasonable. Hmm, Pays better than trekking through the endless swamp of decay. My friend, you have a deal. Oh, fantastic. Marvellous. Now, if you'll just sign these NDAs. Malak the Maleficent here. If, like me, you're enjoying this podcast, please consider subscribing on Patreon for exclusive bonus content every week and the warm, fuzzy feeling of knowing you are helping to keep the show going. Subscribe at patreon.com slash morris. There, I said it. Can you stop staring at me like that now?
the things I do. All right, all right. Don't forget, patreon.com slash Morris. Can I go now? All right, so what are we going to talk about? We are going to talk about getting some pesky striders in your planes. Mm. Yes, we are talking about the Plane Striders Journal. Yes. So, Which is a book, what we are making. Getting ready to launch the crowdfunder next month in March. The pre-launch page is up now. Um, I'm getting ready to send out a load of press uh, previews to people. So if you are a press person and not on our press list... Send me an email so I yeah. can, with your permission, send it to you. If you'd like list. to be, I can add you to the list. My email is on the contact page on EN World if you don't know where it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, send me your name, the emails you want to go to it, mm. and um, who you are, like a link to where you post stuff so I know to look on it so I can show <laughs> your stuff when you talk about us. This isn't a thinly veiled hint. I've indicated that uh, Jess would love you to look at the book. But yeah, she is a big fangirl, just saying. I mean, yeah, like, no, I mean, to anyone, like, genuinely, because there's always, because we have a press list, but I know there's people, mm. uh, there's always people like, oh, I'm not on that. I'm like, well, give me your email and permission to contact you, and I will. But, like, because mm. with the way emails and rules are things now, I can't just send it to people randomly without their permission, because that's not a good thing to do. True. Um, but, yeah, so, but, anyway, but Russ, what uh, is yes. the Plain Striders <laughs> Journal? <laughs> so, this, right, so, mm. if you remember Manual of the Planes... It's kind of like a level ups version of that. Nice. So it introduces thirty, basically a new cosmology. So mm. thirty mm. new planes. Nice. Oh, okay. More, more than thirty, actually, because it also um, includes like the elemental planes and the astral um, seas and the ethereal veil as well. But th- th- thirty brand new planes. Yeah. Loads of player options. I think there's 17 archetypes or subclasses. Yeah. A load of feats. And 14 of spells feats. And magic items and monsters and all the other stuff that you would expect to find in a source book. And also there is an adventure for 7th level characters where you can hop through the planes. And um, yeah, so it's, 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 it's a manual of the planes, sort of. Yes. And it's got... Webjammers, like plane-faring ships as well. Yes, yes. It's got a bunch of plane-faring ships and some yeah. plane-faring inns and taverns as well. So I'm excited about that. So it's a complete sort of book. It's like 260-odd uh, pages. It's gorgeous, full-color. Mm. Gorgeous, gorgeous book. It's lovely. Cannot wait to get this one because yeah. the Kickstarter's what, in two weeks or so. I cannot wait. Yes, cannot wait. So it's going to be launching. Cheers Pre-launch up. pages up. So if people could give it a follow on there, that does help us out a lot. Uh, but it's got mm-hmm. one thing I've been looking at this week, um, because mm-hmm. I've been looking to do, I'm getting press assets together and stuff. So I've been putting images yeah. together. And we have like 57 monsters that are coming out in this, yeah. which is very cool. And as part of the PDF, we're doing a VTT token pack of all the monsters as well. So, which is quite nice. Yeah. So I've been getting all that artwork together so people can have a look at things. Because there's some weird and wonderful things in here. Because, because, mm. because, yeah. When you're travelling through the plains, yeah, I don't know. Russ, do you want to talk about some of the monsters or things? Do you have any favourite ones in there that you want to? Well, I mean, could we could back up a bit? So, oh sure. Why, 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 why? why planes striding? Yeah, no, I mean, is this like sort of the official cosmology of A five E now? Yes, it is. Right. Um, also, okay. it um, it can be used in five E as well. We've got an appendix mm-hmm. there for. Um, 
any, anything that you might need just to make it work in A5e because there's a few little bits and bits. But you know, basically, it's for 5e as well. So you can, mm. like, you know, um, the D and D sort of Great Wheel cosmology. Yeah, yeah. So you can just jettison that and plug this one in instead. Oh, okay. Basically, you can just use a, it's a different cosmology for your game. Mm, mm. Or you can just add this to it. You just add thirty new planes to the to the D and D cosmology if you want, or just oh, okay. the ones you like. You know, right, right. So I guess I'm sort of for from a narrative purpose. What what was what was it? Just like the focus was on like offering a one for one like well, sort replacement of, or was there like more at work here? Well, generally, the idea was with A5V, we don't want to just like keep do stuff that you can get elsewhere yeah. really easily. Mm. And uh, adventures, I kind of feel like A5V is very much designed that you can just use 5e adventures with it. Yeah. So while we have done some adventures, yeah, I think you know our focus is kind of doing the things mm. that aren't being done with 5e. Yeah, doing okay. the things that was different. Yeah, and um, so basically there's, having there's like a lot we've got void runners, well, yeah. So, so yeah. we've got void runners coming up as well mm. because they're not doing that in five E either. Yeah. So we don't want to just replicate everything they're doing in five E because you can use the five E stuff. Yeah, yeah. And we don't want people sitting. Oh, should I just buy Wizards Adventure yeah. about a vampire or a five E's Adventure about a vampire? You know, it's yeah, kind yeah. of it's like yeah, that's pretty yeah. much the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So basically, that's what that's what it's sort of it's, we're doing sort of a like big hitting things if you know what i mean mm. like big major blocks yeah which yeah. aren't which aren't being done elsewhere yeah yeah like certainly the voyager's codex we already mentioned i'm mm. excited about for the possibilities of weird fiction as well as science fiction so yeah mm. um yeah so yeah. yeah for this multiverse then what sort of design goals did you have in mind um it was just to be a little more interesting mm. I, I don't want to say that the no, no, um, well, well, D multiverse isn't interesting because it, it is actually quite cool yeah, yeah. but um like obviously you're a fan of like the D and D cosmology, so mm. what 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 was the thing? I mean, it's not it's not like totally different. There's still no. there's still a wheel there. There's still the yeah. elemental planes there. There's still the mm-hmm. astral seas. There's still the ethereal veil, as we call those two planes. Yeah, yeah. We've got more elemental planes, and the elemental mm. planes have actual names. Oh, okay. They're not just called the elemental plane, plane of fire. fire. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's sort of like um, that because you do need with the magic system, you do need planes and cosmology mm. because. Things have to come from a place, which mm. I know sounds ridiculous, but it's certainly one of the problems I ran into when I first was doing some world building in 5e, which was mm. I didn't have planes like that because I was like, that looks mm. like a lot of reading and yeah. I don't need it. So I tend to cut things out. Yeah. But I cut out too mm. much. I didn't have like an ethereal plane. <laughs> I just had like you know, a mystical forest that people walked through to mm. get to where they were going. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I think, um, yeah, I mean... This is kind of mm-hmm. a player resource. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a GM resource. Mm. So, um, got, got that yeah. sort of broad appeal. Yeah. Yeah. It was about half and half, I think. So you can use it as a player to like use your back, make your background sort of thing. Oh, that as well. Yeah. yeah. Because um, some, some of, some of the feats as well. Yeah. Some of the archivates and feats kind of like assume you come from one of those planes or have been to one of those planes. Mm-hmm. Or some of those feats, one of the prerequisites is to have visited a plane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before you can take that feat, yeah, yeah, and I, I really, I just love this book. I mean, like the uh, the archetypes. We've got archetypes for every class yeah. in A five E. Oh, nice. Well, more than one because uh, we've got seventeen archetypes. Yeah. So, um, across all all of the classes, uh-huh. and the archetypes are generally kind of linked to various planes as well. Mm-hmm. That where you might have come from. So, for example, there's uh, the Ashborn. 
Ooh. which is a sorcerer archetype that comes from Tunisia, which is basically a, a, a Tatooine plain. It's a plain of sand and desert. Yes, yes. Um, June, June, Tunisia or Junesia, or whatever you want to say it. Yeah. Like, watch out for the sandworms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or there's the Crowdcaster, which is a mm-hmm. wizard archetype. And it's basically, if you come from Terrapolis, mm-hmm. which is a plain which is one massive, massive, like, infinite city. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just like buildings and buildings and buildings and buildings. It's like Coruscant, but, you know, medieval, I yeah, guess. Yeah. And there's just no privacy because it's so crowded mm-hmm. that you're never away from other people ever. Wow, okay. And so so this is a, a wizard archetype which is really good at using the power of crowds. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, yeah. So just like oh. being in a densely crowded city is like a really good thing for you because you yeah. can start drawing on the power of the crowds around you. Yeah, polyomancy or something. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, that sounds yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, we, so we've got like 17 of those. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so I, I noticed that there's quite a bit more. I mean, like just so listeners are aware, Chris is very kindly on me an advanced copy so that we can have a talk about this. And there's certainly some good stuff here. I noticed like you've got maybe a bit more of a emphasis on I don't want to say body horror because I haven't looked into it but you've got warriors with clawed arms and fungal druids yeah we do have a content warning in there yeah. there are some I mean it's nothing like super horrible but yeah. there are like um, mm-hmm. because we're trying to explore the weird yeah some, some of it's weird some of it's horrific horror you know horror some yeah, of yeah. it's you know because because it's a plane but you can hit basically mm. every different genre in a way mm. of different planes yeah, yeah and all these planes are like different genres and different feels and different mm. tones wow. like one of them might be quite a comedic like light hype sort of plane one of them is really really horrible mm. you know so we've got a content warning yeah, yeah uh where you know several of the, several of the planes just might have things that you know might might bother you or might mm. not you know but you know the warning's there you can either depends on your yeah. table doesn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and i suppose the age range of your players like if you're running for yeah Younger players, you might want to stand more like half drones. And if yeah. you fancy something a bit weirder, then you can definitely go for some of these other places. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking Hellraiser here. It's not. No, you know, no, no. It's, not. <laughs> it, it, yeah. it's just like, you know, if, you, if you've got, if you're like, going, oh, I don't want to replace my arms with claws, then you might not mm. enjoy this. In fact, yeah. 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 But yeah. I did notice you've got like the Plane Strider and Realm Walker. Or the mm-hmm. Ranger and Adept class, respectively, mm-hmm. and those seem to be about archetypes that go exploring and traveling the planet. Yes, yeah, that does yeah. sound very cool. Can you yeah, tell us yeah. a bit more about those? Sure, which one would you like me to talk about first? Which Ooh. one strikes your fancy? The I, most? I mean, I gotta say, I gotta say, Plane Strider, it's it's there, it, the book is practically it's in, named it's in the after. title, yeah, yeah, the yeah. eponymous one has to be the one yeah. to lead off, yeah, yeah. Well, so that one's um, that one's for the Ranger, yes, yes. Uh, this is, uh, you know, rangers in A5E mm. don't cast spells yeah, yeah. unless the um, oh. archetype is pushing the set. So this yeah, is a yeah. spellcasting archetype. Mm-hmm. So you get, you're a half spellcaster as well. Yeah, yeah. But basically, you you know a lot about the planes. You're familiar, uh, familiar with all the inhabitants of other planes and things like that. Mm. You're able to travel between the planes a lot more easily, mm-hmm. like uh, using planar portals and things like that. Right. So it's... Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a it's a it's an archetype for a ranger, mm. basically, and your basically I guess your favourite terrain is the cosmos. I guess <laughs> <laughs> you know. okay. it's kind of okay. it. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. So, have there been any big changes made to the planes or like little extra things? Because I've seen stuff like astral behemoths in yeah, I mean, and so 
are there similar big Argorables lurking around in the Never Never yeah, Stream world? I've forgotten how many monsters it was. How many monsters was it, Jess? 57. It was quite a lot, wasn't it? 57, 57. monsters. Woo. Yeah. That she says having written a press release. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the biggest one's called a terraforming detritivore. Okay, so it's all... Not, not a very easy thing to say. Uh, so it's sort of like a giant gargantuan thing that shapes yeah. worlds and eats detritus? Yeah, it's like, it's like uh, Challenge 23 Ooh. and native to the Gyre. Right. So the Gyre is... There's a couple of sort of like big sort of planes like the Far Realm, which are kind of separate to all the quite, others. quite chaotic and lots of stuff. Well, the Gyre is where planes go to die. Oh, And it's okay. like all these broken planes and a mix of all... It's just like a graveyard... Like this chaotic, as you say, like massive broken remains of planes. Right. So um, the terraforming detritivores. I can't say that word. Detritivores. Detritivores. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> detritivores, yeah. yeah. Uh, sort of like responsible for like kind of like they're, they're kind of like I don't want to say the cleaners. <laughs> they're, they're kind yeah. of um, yeah, they're more almost massive like gargantuan millipedes or centipedes sort of thing. Yeah. And um, they, they, they have this sort of uh, planar silk that comes out of them. And um, and they kind of stitch the bits of the broken planes together into sort of like a sort oh, okay. of semi-stable kind of thing that you can visit. Yeah. Oh, that sort of like put me in mind of like that Stephen King story. Um, mm. um, completely failing. It's just like they came and ate everything. Yeah, I'll remember well, as soon got, as we get offline. They've got a, a mm-hmm. dis, disint, disintegrating ray that comes out of their mouth in a ninety-foot, fifteen-long, fifteen-foot-wide cone that <laughs> automatically disintegrates any non-magical creatures <laughs> and, and objects. I see, I see. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, this is basically what they use to clean up the mm. remnants of, of planes. But also, you know, if you if you start if you start a, a bit of a fight with one, you don't want to get in the way of that. Mm-hmm. Note to self, don't be disintegrated. <laughs> don't be disintegrated. That is a good life lesson. It is, oh, it is. I'll write get a good rule in life. <laughs> excellent rule in life. No. Yeah, so there's loads and loads of monsters in there. There's mm. 50, I still can't remember how many it was, even though just told me two seconds ago. 57. 57 yeah. monsters going from Challenge 0 all the way up to Challenge Rating 23. Nice. Big range for all different levels and different encounters yeah. and things. There's Ooh. also like 11 exploration challenges in there as well. Oh. Yeah. All Always love a good exploration love challenge. An to exploration challenge. Chuck into your session as well. So there's a lot of those as well. Yeah. Mm. So we've got like ah, oh, you know, uh, if you're if you're familiar with um, the LSR cosmology, there's Nolda mm. and Sulyana, which are basically mm. their kind of versions of hell and heaven, respectively. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're in there. Mm. Nolda's quite cool. Mm. Quite cool, I think. There's going to be more stuff about Nolda in Monstrous Menagerie Two. Oh, yes. Some of the some of the arch fiends there are detailed in Monsters Menagerie too mm. later this year, so that it, that ties into that book a bit. But Nolder's yeah, Nolder is basically kind of hell, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's not we don't have like hell and the abyss, yeah, and demons and devils mm-hmm. and chaos and law in the same way that yeah, because there was a big shift away from alignment. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so basically, we just kind of talk about fiends, really. Yeah, yeah. Like, whether they're demons or devils, that's just yeah. it's just like you know, mortal scholars try and categorize these fiends yeah, in various yeah. ways, and sometimes they're right, and sometimes they're not. Demon, yeah. devil, whatever. Mm. But we talk about fiends, and yeah. they don't like live on different planes. They're yeah. kind of they're all jammed yeah. together. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we've got templates as well. Like, So you can have a fiendish template or a celestial template that can mm. be applied to any creature. So you can have fiendish dragons there and yeah. uh, fiendish... Like there's a you know, skeletal and undead templates in the uh, yeah. monstrous menagerie. So you've yeah. extended that. Oh, okay, wow. That, yeah, yeah. This is a much bigger resource than um, I was certainly expecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. Another thing that popped up to me and like, it's uh, I noticed we've got a bit of a diff- bit of a break from the level up tradition, and there's actually a character that's sort of um, doing a bit of an introduction. This uh, is it Ooh, Captain yeah. Cobalt. Is that yes? That yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll have a character sheet. Well, we've actually got one here. We just haven't published it yet. There's a character <laughs> sheet <laughs> ready for yeah. him. Yeah. And Captain Cobalt is a plane-striding pirate, basically. Nice. Who explores nice. the planes. And we've we, he was very kind and uh, penned the introduction. And that wasn't me that wrote that at all. It was definitely <laughs> Captain Cobalt. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where we got this uh, information about the various planes from this. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. So first, first the, the conceit, mm-hmm. the conceit yeah. is kind of like this book is his journal mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. Because he's so a plane striker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what you'll see throughout, um, you'll see little comments from him. Mm. So like, well, there's a, a, the entire list of planes. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a big old list of the trains, but he's got a little comment for each one. It's sort of like um, a questio, a realm of endless ocean. He just notes that it's profitable. Yeah. Or Causan Causkunath has the best night sky, or Lexow, aggressive and lethal plane where everything is deadly. Avoid in big capital letters. Yeah, you know. What does he say about Objectio? Objectio, he oh. says, an orderly place where objects are people. Some of the travellers transformed by the plane, entertaining, but set a hard departure date. Yes, I. This is my favourite plane because <laughs> okay. it's just so weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did just you sit like... on a chair or do you sit on your host? It's yeah. um, well, it turns out well. You know them, Peter, and the kind of relationship you have, I guess. Valhall, which is kind of kind of Valhalla, is yeah. good taverns. <laughs> Just comment on that. Yeah. Well, that's that's good. I mean, you you take to die, live your whole life, die in battle, and then go to a place where you served bad. But yeah, that would mm. be good. Okay. Yeah. So we've got another thing that that mm-hmm. happens here is we've got um, elemental spiders. That's yes. a kind of thing. So in between the planes and in the astral seas and ethereal plane, we have got basically arachnids, which prey on travellers. Oh. And they're not very nice. And you may have seen hints of these before in earlier products, Mm. when you may have come across um, things like the Fate Holder and things like that. Oh, sorry. I I was just looking for the elemental spiders. I found the cloud spider, which is Mm. um, like... It's using the Porsche hunting spider as a model, and they mm. are just so cute. Mm. Oh, look, <laughs> that's literal spider, a geo spider. Oh, yeah. oh. yeah. They're, they're all very cute, and then you hit the fate holder on page sixty-four, and you're like, oh, yeah, the fate holder, less yeah. Cute. And then we got the shadow, the shadow spinner on page sixty-seven. There, oh. these, uh, these, 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 like haunt the ethereal veil and hunt travelers of the ethereal veil. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, watch out for the arachnophobes. I mean, that is, yeah, uh, sort yeah. of. Um, it's like a luminous purple wolf spider with a, with a touch of Black Widow about the incredibly large bulbous uh, yeah. abdomen. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's a spider. There's a spidery, and also we talk about Ooh. in other books because um, you know we've, we've hinted at plainer stuff before, mm-hmm. and we've had people like the the spider folk and people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in 
Geek Pass Gazette. Yeah, yeah, yeah Geek Pass Gazette. Yeah, yeah, and the ethereal scout culture and things like that. Mm. And, and we've had things like the Dreamborn Heritage, which comes from the Dreaming Worlds and yeah, the Daycourt yeah. in, um, uh, in 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 the Dreaming. Yeah. Um, so all all the things that we've mentioned in other places. Yes. We reference in here too. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Which is kind of cool. Are, are you reprinting the material or is that... No. Or is that um, I think we've reprinted one monster, but generally speaking, we just... We literally just put out Geek Pass Gazette yeah, yeah. annual 2023. It has this in it, and right. I, I think it would be a bit mean to ask yeah, people yeah. to go and literally two <laughs> months later pay for the same stuff again. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. um, so, but we do have an appendix at the end, which basically mm. tells you where you can find all this stuff. Yeah. I mean... So. Oof. Goodness. Um, and we put sidebars and reference to things as well. Yeah. Rather than reprinting it, we say, "Oh, you know." Yes. Yeah. I, I did. I did notice there was a reference to Get Past Cadet. Yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of making references to where you can find your other stuff because that's always going to yeah. help. <laughs> yeah. And there's a kind of... there's a link in the appendix as well, which hints to the Monstrous Menagerie Two, which is coming out later this year, because mm. there's a section that says these are also found in the Monstrous Menagerie Two. So yeah, they'll be yeah. coming out later this year and that as well. Well, there's the three rulers of, sort of Angolim, which is a big, big city mm-hmm. in Nolda, which is mm. kind of our, our hell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Massive, massive, massive corrupt city mm. ruled by a triumvirate called Axia, Dominus and Vindica. Okay, okay. Who are basically always plotting against each other and they rule this immense city, which is like 100 miles wide. It's really big. Mm, mm. And it's a horrible, horrible, horrible place to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people do still visit it because it's also one of those, it's also, you know, most icily of the plains in a way. And, <laughs> you know, if you want to do anything illicit, and as long as you don't break any of the rules, you break any of the rules, you're in at, trouble. At times, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, oh, uh, I mean, I've just come across page 72, mm. which has the um, whole, like, full colour laid out diagram of um, the everything. Yes, so that's, yes, that's that, the plane of that. I mean, I can certainly describe some of these things. Do you want to walk us through some of the bits? So we've got the waking. Which is like, prime material, as yeah, yeah. Uh, D&D calls it. So the waking is where we are now. It's the real, you know, it's, mm. well, it's, your, it's your campaign world. It's, um, yeah, yeah. And then you know. where, wherever that is. And then yeah. we've got the dreaming and the bleak gate. Are, which are kind of like mm-hmm. our, our spins on Feywild and... Um, yeah. Um, so, so, what's this? Uh, what's Shadow, Shadow Dark, Shadow, Shadowfell. Uh, yeah, I literally forgot. Uh, Shadowfell, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which are which are something. I people who've been strong names. Though. Well, people who've been playing our stuff will recognise those from um, uh, Zeitgeist. We've had those around for years, mm. years. So it's been part of our cosmology for de- over a decade, more than a decade. Oh, absolutely. So, so that's explicit. And there's a uh, like three little suns. Is that right, or is that just decoration in gems? Suns. Oh, no, so they're planes. So they're planes. Oh, okay. Like, just, just a bit, yeah. Like the yeah. yellow, the purple, and the blue one. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. What's that? Yeah. I'm just looking at them. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we got then the elemental planes. So we got the ones that you're kind of familiar with, but mm-hmm. they've got names. Um, so yeah. we've got Jez, mm. the plane of fire. We've got Urim, the plane of earth, yeah. and Mavisha, the plane of water, water and Kaelun, which is the plane of air. Yeah, yeah. That's, they, they, they are, like, very striking. And then... Yeah. Breaking and then sort of like is that, are those interstitial planes like uh, what's that? yeah well they're also elemental planes but they're not the cardinal elements so there's four cardinal yeah, elemental planes yeah. but there are other elemental planes and they sort of have like sort of the mixed sort of planes like I guess cryos I'm guessing they might be sort of a frozen 
That's when, a that's a, a plane of cold. Yeah, yeah so that's yeah. midway yeah. between Mavishan yeah. water and Kilun. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So, that, that, so that, that's interesting. Yeah. Nem is the plane of death. Asketia, the plane of time. Right, which is watched over by sphinxes, and it's a place where oh. the mirages of the past oh. and flickering glimpses of possible futures cause you to often forget where you are. Nice, nice, nice. You've got Av, the plane of life. Choron, the plane of space. It's got these mm. geometrical palaces and platforms of pure force that orbit and interlink and make hypercubes and tesseracts and oh, other wow. weird things. <laughs> that sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. And, we got, and then we've got um, a, a sort of like a wider circle around these still. Mm. What, what does that represent? So they're just kind of like the outer planes, so yeah, far, yeah. the further outer planes. So Suyana and Nolder yeah. are kind of the like... Heaven they're kind, they're kind of, I mean, they're planes, so they're not a physical distance away, yeah, but yeah. they're kind of a little more distant in mm, yeah. the sort of non-three-dimensional structure that is a planar cosmology. Yeah, so yeah. Suyana being kind of the heavenly upper planes and mm. Nolder being the sort of hellish lower planes. Yeah, yeah, where the feet... They're kind of a bit further yeah. And then, yeah. I suppose, around that, we've got the astral seas. Yeah, so all of this floats in the astral seas. Yeah, yeah. And in one corner, we've got the far realm, which yep. is a... I must say, the big eyeball is a strong look. <laughs> strong look. Yeah. Hey, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended, yeah. but it is now. <laughs> yeah. And that's where we get, like, the uh, aberrations. Is that right? Yeah, the mythosy themed horror stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I and guess then we've got the gyre which, at the other corner, which is mm, where planes go, where planes to, die. go to die. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. So I guess is the aberration is the far realm then where there's sort of like a generative force, like that's where I think, it's, it's, I think that's actually in D and D as well, isn't it? The far realm mm, mm. is it? I'm not one hundred percent. It is. It is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So that's a that's a lot lot going on there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so Ooh. you know, it's, I mean, how many pages of planes? Is, well, there's 30 new planes plus the transitive, like, yeah, plus the transitive and um, which is the astral seas and ethereal veil and elemental planes. Oh. So it's probably close to like 40 actual planes, but in in detail, there's 30 new. So it goes from page 70 to page 227. How many pages of planes is that? Oh. That's quite a lot of pages uh, of just planes. Lots. Yeah, it's 150 pages of planes, isn't it? Yeah. Give or take. We've got things like the children of Zev. And Zavanchists. Mm. And what, they're pirates that sell the asteroids? Yeah, so they come from Gate Pass Gazette as well. Yeah, yeah. So you can find more information about them. Um, so they're cultures and, and heritages that you can take. But they hate also. Kalkoi, apparently, mm. who are, of course, the big wasp outsider enemies that are yeah. featured quite prominently within. Well, we've got the home of the Kalkoi on here, Ambitio. Ambitio, okay. That's yeah, where the Kalkoi kingdom is. We right, love right. a parasitic wasp. Mm. <laughs> Who doesn't love a parasitic wasp? Oof, yeah. yeah. Uh, fearsome beasts. Uh, we came across a Kalkoi spawn in a recent adventure and mm. um, did not care for it, did not care for it at all. I can tell you that right now. Like, oh, yeah, not very nice. Yeah, so yeah. The, the pheromones, the chaos pheromones were a big problem. Yeah, yeah. But we managed to prevail yeah. in the end. So, yeah, good times. So the spell's quite cool as well. Mm. Quite like um, Transform Head, a third level spell. Yeah. <laughs> the target's head transforms into the same item used as the material component for the spell. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so, so we've, got a, we've got a bunch of different spells. Gravitas is quite good. You focus and shift um, gravitational enemy energy. We got golden weapon. You get this sort of like a, a, a weapon teleports from the vaults of Valhal 
into your hand, and it's this golden melee weapon mm. of your choice. What I like about That's the really spells cool. in this is that they're very like, flavorful. And like, when I make mm. uh, characters generally, because we all know there's always mm. an optimal way to create characters, and it's like, well, if you're mm. making this uh, you know, type of character, these are the best spells to get. And if you can make mm. it that way, and that's great. But I think sometimes it's fun to make characters and choose spells that just like match the vibe of the character and a yeah. lot of these would be great for that because it had you know character leanings and ideas of their backstory and things like that yeah. so a lot of these spells seem really good for me from that angle i i would mm. say actually i don't think that's strictly true that there is an optimal way to make a character like because oh i like, don't think there is it, one it, but do it, you know there's always you know there are there are some things that are clearly better choices than others i guess uh yeah, yeah but I, I don't think it's like evident what those are or like as evident because there's just so many more combinations out there like mm. i think given a couple of years and people happily beefing away mm-hmm. then might find some more but currently i i think like the clearly obviously correct ways to play are a lot less frequent than they were in oh yeah yeah but i'm more like, there's some days. spells that people are like yeah you definitely want to have this spell because it's just hmm all around a good egg and it's very powerful and things like that. So they're yeah. generally builds. Yeah. Why wouldn't you have fireball? Yeah, you know, that yeah sort of thing. exactly. Yeah. So it's, there are lots of yeah. builds that people have that have a lot of the... So there's some spells that are more popular than others, but yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's nice being able to sort of have enough stuff there that wizards don't feel the same. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly there is like a whole section on web ships. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So these are gorgeous. These are gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, plane of vehicles because obviously you can use portals Ooh. and you can use spells and different ways of traveling between the planes. Yeah. But another way you can do it is by using these web ships. Mm. And we've got a bunch of them. We've got what the bootlegger, mm. the uh, subseller, the fate nought, which is mm. a legendary individual one. I mean, it's Titanic. I'm like, I, I think that's bigger than Gargantuan? Question mark. Yes, yeah. yeah Titanic is, doesn't have an upper size limit, but it's yeah, it's bigger than yeah, Gargantuan. yeah, like eight Quite cannons. Four fate shots, whatever they are, and a Weber. Yeah, so, yeah, so we've got details on this. Ooh. Yeah, we've got details on these weapons. So fate shots and Webbers. Yeah. And details on like that weaponry as well. But basically, Ooh. yeah, web jammers, shadow spinnerets, Valhai longships. Yeah. You know, various various different sort of ships that you can use to travel between the planes. And in the adventure, mm. you get to use one as well. You stumble across one in a cove. Oh. And uh, you can travel between the planes with it. In the adventures, you say? Are there adventures in yeah. this book? There's an adventure. An adventure? Nice. An adventure at the end. Oh. It is... What's le- yeah. What levels is that for? It's for level seven. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Yeah, which which is a departure from us, because generally mm. we're always doing low, first level adventures. Yeah, yeah. Like on board. Um, 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 yeah, we're finding we're doing that a lot. So we're trying to do a few things that aren't. And we kind of oh. figure this book is going to be bought by people oh. who are already playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not going to introduce people to the game with this book. No, so no. we thought this is a good place to put a higher level adventure. Yeah. I, I mean, realistically speaking, once you get into this sort of like, you know, the late fives, maybe even the tens, you want to be out and about because the pe- mere mm. perils of the mortal world are not sufficient not sufficient mm. anymore. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. So, anyway, yeah, the saga of Surum is eventually you start off in the waking, the prime material plane. Mm-hmm. Um, you humble across, uh, you stumble across a, a, a web jammer in a in a cove. Oh, okay, yeah. And you end up having an adventure traversing traversing the planes. Yeah. You visit various different planes in a in a emission. Other, I'm trying to avoid spoilers. Um, you visit different planes. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I won't say all of that. <laughs> it's an opportunity <laughs> to use the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what you want for an adventure in the book. It's like, hey, this is how you can, you know, introduce this content. Yeah. But I think because there's so many different planes and stuff in here, it's so easy to fit into your own mm. world and game that you have. Yeah. Um, you can definitely yeah. pick a mix. Yeah, yeah so you can absolutely pick a mix. Because when I was looking at it, I was thinking about it from that aspect. I was like, oh, I can see how, yeah, I yeah bring those elements yeah. in yeah. and stuff. So. Which, which, which I think- yeah. I do quite like Lexal. Yeah. Lexal. Yeah. Go and have a look at Lexal and tell me what it reminds you of. Okay. Let me find the page number for you. It is on page one five seven. Yeah. The artwork is. So does it say? Does it say anything to you? Oh, is this the one? Yeah, the Lexile. atmosphere. Oh, I see some. I'm seeing highlights such as uh, exploding bones, aggressive air. Mm. Extreme <laughs> excrement. Cloying spores. Always a favourite. And covered with xenids. Is this your love letter to Alien? <laughs> uh, Mike's love letter to Alien, not mine. Yeah, not oh yeah, Mike, Mike sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yes, yeah. I didn't know which Basically. bits you, because I know you've written some bits, and I know Mike's written bits, so I didn't know on yeah. this. Oh, I've mm. written very little in this. I've wrote the intro and a done some bits and pieces but okay. and a couple of sidebars but yeah void runner i've run a, written a lot of but this one not so much mainly mike um, uh, yeah, it was a team there were other people but yeah, mike yeah. was definitely the lead designer mm-hmm. on this one. Oh yes and I'm, I'm looking at the xenids their picture and it looks yeah it's, it's got like six arms uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah it's that's, a creature stood up bipedally it's got yeah so it's a uh, octopodal in body shape which I guess those spiders are a super strong thing. It's got a pair of dock octopus-like tentacles coming out the back, which have that signature tri- triform claw. Mm. And also it's got like more hand shapes. So I don't know, are, are Zenith someone that one would talk to is a question. Um, well, there's a stat block there on page 159. So, I mean, they, they are, they've got 15 intelligence. They're challenge eight. Oh, but, but no language. They don't know languages. I, I don't think you would talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're intelligent, but not... I think you could talk n- at them, but I'm not sure yeah. what you would get back. Yeah. yeah, I think they would just kill you. I think this... that's basically the idea. They yeah. are horrible, horrible creatures that just want to slaughter. Right, that you're supposed to capture and traffic in because they are worthwhile for reasons unspecified. Okay, um, well, that's uh, that's that's intriguing. Mm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. So that's um, that's, that's what I'm playing. I mean, yeah. I, I, I love this book. It's just. I feel like it's, it's a, a very the, pretty so book. So many different. Yeah, and there's so many different things in there. Like, if you don't, if one plane doesn't speak to you, the next plane might. Yeah. yeah. And they're all so different. You know, some of them are quirky. Some of them are dangerous. Some of them are, you yeah. know, heroic. Some of them are like oh. they're all very different to each other. Anyway, was there anything else that we haven't touched on in this book? Probably. We've kind of covered quite a lot of it. Probably yeah. lots of things we haven't brought, touched upon. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm, I'm very much enjoying the uh, way the book's laid out. Got a lovely blue and gold effect, which is always... I, I, I do always enjoy looking at the Ian World, Ian Publishing um, books, because they're generally very pretty. And, yeah, uh, and I think uh, uh, Frank's layout is always gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very good. And I'm very lucky to have Frank. Yeah, and there's a lot of um, a lot of like the art style throughout is like really good. And 
I noticed there's like some public domain stuff that's sort of like in there as well. But it really, a couple of bits, yeah. Yeah, like I saw a, a Bosch painting, Hermes Bosch, and I thought that was actually really well placed. So yeah, it's, mm. um, yeah, it, it, Although, it looks very <laughs> good. Nah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to have a special edition of this as well, because we oh, always do. Yeah. I think it's going to be purple, did we? We oh. haven't chosen the colour yet. Emma and I oh. were talking about that literally today. So we're asking yeah. the printer for different samples. Like all of our books, we do the faux leather cover with the gold mm. embossing yeah. and things. And so we want them to be the same, uh, yeah. so that if you're collecting them, it is a collection. Mm. Um, so talking, we're just... Talking of mm. collector's editions, we're starting to run out. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This might be one of the last ones where we have the... So when we do a print run of the collector's ones, we only do one and that's it. And so now I think we have about 20 after we're doing fulfillment for the current Mm -hmm. campaigns where people have, you know, reserved them. I think we've got about 20 Mm. to 30 left of the Adventurer's Guide and the Trials and Treasures. So Mm. they will be on the Kickstarter page as add-ons, but there'll be the limited amount that we have. Because what I don't want to do Mm. is someone to get it and then we've run out and that'd be a a thing. Mm. Um, But we are still deciding on the colour. So I think on the Kickstarter page for now, there's like going to be a a black and white one whilst we just confirm Mm. the colour. Anyway, anyway, yeah. No, so like a lot to love in the books. Um, It's a gorgeous book. And I think it's just, you know, just for, even if you're, a 5e player and mm. just want some bits and pieces you can just like grab these planes and just use them yes yeah. if you just want your you know if you're playing um planescape or something mm-hmm. and you just want to like send your players off to a different plane you can just mm. grab one of these planes and just insert these planes into your cosmology you don't have to use it on mass you can use it piecemeal if you yeah. wish very good yeah and that, yeah, so just coming to Kickstarter in a couple of weeks, the coming soon page is up. So if you go along there and click on that, mm. um, you'll be reminded when it launches. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm just like, just scrolling through the feats, having a look around, going, look at these. Lots of feats, yeah. yeah. But we're doing previews on Level Up 5e on our news page so if you also want to have a look at things there's little snippets and bits and pieces that Russ yeah. is posting up every so often on there and if you're a mm. press person you can mm. email me and I'll give you a, some little preview things not the whole book mm. but maybe yeah. some little snippets to wet your whistle no absolutely yeah. mm-hmm. like I say the, the, this art is really nice I am liking it so so consistent and like yeah just really all hangs together so well so last really year nicely. we got Umut Komak joined the team mm. and part of his role was to bring some consistency across our mm. yeah art having and... an art having an art director kind of coordinating that stuff really yes. really helps so yes. that's the direction we want to kind of go in with it so it's been overseeing that to yeah i mean bring that all bang up job i think it's really good but like i this, this is the first time i've seen the book and i'm really impressed like there's a lot of really good stuff here so great job great job well thank you very much yeah. Not that you need my approval, I'll, I'll, obviously. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take all of the credit. <laughs> well done, Russ. See, that, see that list of credits on the front yeah, page? I'm taking all, all of their yeah. credit. As well. yeah. no, oh. There is a lot of a lot of people involved, and you can see the credits on the front page. Yeah, it's a there big, we go. Big old, big old group of people. Appendix D of the sources, that's what we were talking about earlier, where they've got all the various gate pass gazettes and so forth. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah it just it. points you where you can find other stuff. And all that stuff is kind of on A5E.tools as well. So yes. It's yes. not like you even have to go and buy it. No. You, can, you can just... Uh, Get it for free. And, uh, yeah. For in the bit no, we'd like it if you bought it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you, you don't have to. <laughs> it, it would be a worthwhile book to acquire. Um, mm. And even the PDF is a pleasure to look through. But mm. I like the uh, 
the reference, the the it's all fully bookmarked and everything, which is always a always concern for people. So yeah, yeah, great stuff. So. Yeah, yes. Mm. And then we got right at the back, we got all the content indices and stuff as well mm. to make it really easy to find stuff. Yes, yeah, which always helps. And, and certainly the monsters by China rating is always solid. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's a no-brainer these days. You kind of have to. Mm. If you're not putting a Monsters by Challenge rating thing at the back of a book that's got a lot yeah. of monsters in it, you're doing something wrong, I think. I, I, it needs to be in there. Can't the screen, mate. Can't the screen. <laughs> right, anyway, yeah. I think we're probably done there. Mm. Are we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, well, thank you so much for letting me have a look at the book. Uh, I'm quite excited. Uh, when's the Kickstarter dropping March? Early March, but the pre-launch page is up now. Yeah, two weeks on Tuesday, I think. Yep. Is that right? Okay, so that'll be Tuesday, that 5th of March. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes that's yeah. the plan. Yeah. yeah. Marvellous, But marvelous. the pre-launch page is up, so if you go like that, it'll let you know yeah, when yeah, no, we absolutely. do. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to it. Okie dokie then. That's all for this week. Mm. Until next week. See you across the plains. Bye. Apparently, I now have to read this to you. This is the official podcast of Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG news, which you can find at enworld.org. You can find show notes at morris.podbean.com or wherever you found the podcast. If you feel like they deserve it, you can support the show on Patreon. In return, you will receive exclusive bonus content. Just go to patreon.com slash Morris. If you're interested in his babbling nonsense, you can follow at Morris on the Twitter. Send your emails to morrispodcast at gmail.com. Not all of your emails, just the ones you want us to see. That's it. I'm bored now. You can go away. Shoo, off you go. Goodbye. Get out of here. Sorry, uh, Peter, when you talk... Yes? It seems like you were mute for like the first half of your sentence, and then you come in. Oh, one second. I think I've discovered the problem, Ooh. which is like you were having problems with your. Uh... Let's see. Did Marvin come over and eat a part of your computer? Is this a bit better? Yes. 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 You see, yes. if I plug my microphone in, it actually works better. Uh, True story. You didn't have your microphone wow. plugged in. No, I've been clearly using the laptop mic. So, yeah. oh, not intentionally, but there we yeah. go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, maybe we should start doing a sound check at the start of the thing just to make sure we can all hear each other properly. Yeah, that's what sound checks are for. Yeah, that's yeah. why they invented sound checks. After, what's it now, six years with like, <laughs> sound checks. And that was like, did he slapping his six, forehead? Six, six, six years we're able to like basic competence 101. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we've reached basic competence, but no, like, yeah. I think we can aspire for it. No level of competence at all. It yeah. is all right. No.